It's me. I'm here. That's how I come into this week of Weekly Games Chat. Wherever you are in the world, however you found us, thank you. If you are new to the show, welcome. Uh, to our longtime listeners, we are nothing without you. Thank you so much. And a new welcome. Uh, if you are watching us as we record this show over on twitch.tv, I'll give you more info in just a moment. Uh, but first, my name is Sean, and I'm joined by my two homies, my two friends, uh, one of which started this way back in the day. We'll get to the greatest ghost in a minute. First up, he, uh, he is the greatest uh, when it was two of us. He was definitely the better half of us, for sure. There's three of us now, and it gets all muddy. Math is hard. Uh, you heard him kind of, well, I don't know if that was a chuckle or what that was. Um, he may or may not be drinking a beer today. I don't know, you know, but it is what it is. John, welcome to the show, sir. I'm on my second, and Uh-oh. we are Wasted. on the 37th take of Weekly <laughs> Run uh, it back. If you're tuning in, we've been here all day. Yeah, you'll never know that we just totally make mistakes sometimes. It's fine, okay. unless you find us over on Twitch. I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but let's welcome in uh, our producer, who totally did not forget to hit a record button. And has never done such. The greatest ghost of all time, the legend himself, Chris. What's up, buddy? Sean, a producer never makes mistakes. He begins recording precisely when he means to. Well, here's the problem with that. We have entered a new world. It is a new month. As you look on your calendars, it's March of 20. And uh, we have kind of been in beta. uh, And you heard me mention Twitch in the intro. Uh, we might still be in like post beta, like pre-release, and we all like a good pre-release. Early access uh, over the <laughs> early access. Yeah, we're like kind of in an early access over on Twitch.tv, and you can find us if you search for Weekly Games Chat, one word. And we have some folks over there today. So, uh, folks in the chat, hello. If you're listening to this podcast, and you're like, what is Twitch? Uh, it's a place where it's. I think it started where video gamers. Um, streams playing games and people watched and it got very, very famous or it got very popular, not famous, but people did become famous off Twitch. And uh, we want to do that. Let's not, let's not hide the fact that we want to become rich and famous. So we joined Twitch. Welcome but, uh, to Sean's Ted talk. <laughs> yeah. This is Sean's Ted talk. Boy, uh, what did you do this week? You uh, know, before you say that uh, folks, if okay. you're wondering how you find that stream, you can either go to our Twitter page at Weekly Games Chat, and there should be alerts that go up. The stream usually go is going to go live somewhere between 5.30, 5.45, and we'll start at some point afterwards. That's Eastern Standard Time on Tuesdays. You can also find it by going to twitch.tv slash Weekly Games Chat, and you can also see alerts for the streams on our Discord page. There's a link for that on the Twitter page if you don't already have it. Just if you wouldn't have said Sean's TED Talk, I was going to say all that. I just want to point that out. I think that's hilarious. Well, there you go. Uh, but you you made me feel, and somebody in, in has already tried to make me feel like NPR guy. I don't want to do that. Let's have fun. Let's talk about stuff. Uh, this part of the show is the intro where uh, we talk about our past week. Sometimes it's football. Sometimes it's a TV show. Sometimes it's a poop game. Who knows what it's going to be this week. I'll tell you right now, John is drinking beer, so this is throwing me off. This is great. Uh, Chris, Randy, get beer because he lives really close to a place. He had to and be I'm like, drinking. Huh? 
He had to be. Oh, like, he had to be. It like was. You, it yeah. was I, no. It was like a bat signal. When someone else is drinking a beer, it's like, <laughs> what? Huh? I'm needed. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I gotta go. Things have to happen. You know. <laughs> right. So John, you're you're drinking a uh, what did Chris call it? What kind of beer is that? A, this is uh, blonde. This is from the blonde. Uh, this is from the Wild Leap Brew Company. Yeah. I don't know Shout out. What you pay us for this? Uh, the local gold blonde ale. Um, I don't like my beers too dark. Right. Like, like a Guinness. You're not a Guinness guy. No, not a Guinness guy. <laughs> yeah. Sean, and if, if, I, I, if that shows. I was on a different soundboard. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, and Chris, am, am I a noob in beer drinking when I when I think of a dark beer and I think Guinness, or is that like legit known as a standard kind of like that is a pretty I mean, dark beer? I think that's the original for a lot of people. Yeah. For you know, until we've gotten to the uh, last fifteen years or so, and it's really blown up because dark yeah. beer could be a lot of things now. Uh, I tell you this. Uh, they need to know what you're drinking now, Chris. You ran to the store and please tell me you got the classic. PBR. No, I did not because they oh, do not man. sell. Um, so they'd sell twelve packs. I'm not going to buy a twelve pack on a Tuesday, <laughs> right? That on would just not Tuesday. be. That would not be a good thing, um, right? So no, uh, I just grabbed some. Uh, he spilled his beer, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, no, it was oh, an empty just a can. classic Miller Light. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah cool just a Miller Light. Yeah, tastes great, less filling. You know. Yeah, they're kind of in the same family. The blondes and the. Remember those commercials? Things. Does that show yeah. my age? Probably does, huh? Mm-hmm. Probably Remember when does. they had the uh, bottles with the to help with the airflow? It had like a, a, a yes, swirl the thing, little twisty. Into it. Yeah, yeah. What was, was that gimmick, right? Right. <laughs> I'm so the glad last, I'm I, cans now. <laughs> I drank. Uh, was it last weekend? At a, I was DJing and I, I had two Michelob Ultras. I'm cool, and I'm like, I'll just take an Ultra, bro. You know. Uh, on the third beer they brought me, and I, and I don't know if I, if I already said this last week, I apologize, but uh, the third, they were like, I forgot, I just got you what I drank, and it was a Stella Artois. Mm-hmm. Um, Those are totally different, totally different taste than an Ultra, I'll tell you that much. That's a Pilsner. <laughs> Heineken's all right. Um, yeah, hey, do you remember um, who, uh, who, that can't be true. If if I get squirreled, I... Um, to, if you're listening and you're like, what did Sean just say or do? Um, I may have seen a comment on that Twitch that we mentioned that's funny or catches my eye. And there was somebody I just found out is 18 years old. Boys, uh, I'm, I'm do, you, <laughs> do you even remember what it was like to be 18? Yeah. That I, year. I think, I, you think you remember. The year he was, here you go. I'm going to date myself. The year he was born. I was 19 and in college. So, no, I don't I was, remember that period. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's a wash. Uh, I got a degree from it, though. Uh, I was 22 in that year. Same as yeah. John, I think. That's crazy. Again, math be hard, yo. That's for so, everyone yeah. who's watching on Twitch. You're looking at my hair color and the lack of it, and you're looking at these two guys, and you're wondering, how is he younger than that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And we... we uh, it's it's amazing that I forget that you guys have seen me every day. You know what I look like, but it uh, it's funny because we have folks that are gonna and they are already it's already happened. Mm-hmm. They've listened for years and now they get to see us. I hope we're not those guys. And think about you guys all know what I'm talking about, right? Like you hear a DJ, 
uh, or radio voice, you go to a live remote and you're like, that's what you look like. I, I think we already had that moment when we did the 200th episode. Yeah, dude, that was a hundred episodes ago, bro. Just about. Everybody was really disappointed matching my face to my sultry voice. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, <laughs> pog. So yeah, there's some there's well, some words that. What was it with me? Know, they they just looked at me and like, yeah, Tom Segura makes sense. <laughs> Nacho's been some, well, He's been listening since he was 15. That's so insane. he's been One of he's our, been. He was yeah. in theory back when Dude, uh he learned how to drive no, he listening wasn't to our show. Chris. Okay. I was thinking You understand? I read 15 and I thought 2015 for some reason. Uh but yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, he's been around. <laughs> Hilarious. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, when Chris <laughs> just mentioned the podcast started back and and you know, sometimes we need to remind folks uh of the of the yesteryear Chris and another guy named Chris started a show called Chris and Chris. Games and Games with Chris and Chris. And you games know, and I games. was I was adamantly against it until I heard Tony's uh like just the most basic but worked intro for that. That games and games yeah. with Chris and Chris. <laughs> and I'm telling you now, you guys, uh if you if you want to get in on the chat, um, of course come to Twitch on Tuesday. We'll go live, but we got a Discord channel. We'll plug that a little later. Um, where we have the, I seriously think, and you, you've always, uh, if you watch YouTube or you you listen to podcasts and they thank their fans, I think we have the coolest fans ever, uh, and they really know how to make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't always get to laugh out loud, but with the introduction of early access to Twitch.tv, you may just hear me laugh. It's gonna be the greatest thing. Speaking of ever. Um, twitch.tv i feel like we should come back and mention this because we had talked about it and i'm pretty sure it's going forward but uh twitch.tv will have its first exclusive content very soon from weekly games chat uh wandavision ending this week and i've already talked to john because me and john have had to speak in code for like the last four weeks and we're like we gotta do something where we capture, and it's not weekly games chat material, right? Because it, it's not game. We can't do a whole episode on Wandavision. That'd be really weird. But we we're like, maybe we could just do a, you know, a broadcast, a, a stream. And Sean claims he's going to sit down and watch. If not, <laughs> I I feel like either me and John can do it, or I've got a couple of our potential people that could come in to be the third wheel on that but uh everyone pressure sean to watch wandavision this week because it's not like it's the longest show to watch like you could get through the first three episodes in about 50 minutes probably yeah but the, but the challenge is getting through the first three episodes. yeah but but he gets like it's, he gets to get to that fourth one right away whereas we had to go to a month <laughs> yeah and, right? and i think i think that was the inspiration i needed you know uh chris has been on the wandavision train for a you know since the early days yeah um John was like, you know, wait for it. I've had, I've had other friends, you know, IRL friends. That's uh, see, John IRL means. Um, and well, the good news they, is, uh, I had the wait for moment Friday for sure. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, man, why couldn't I have had this all along? Am I slurring yet? <laughs> Not yet, but I can't. So there is an infamous, and I, Chris, you have to tell me: is the infamous drunk cast the first one still available? I'm not that sure if it is, they, wiped out, but right? there was it's one, there was one like a couple months two. ago. Yeah. That's why I said the first one. We've had two. The first one was great. 
because it was no. unexpected uh, and we were live. We weren't, you know, we didn't have the Rona Discord like, recording. They were going just on. sitting there as I just was like, yeah, I'm pounding beers like in person. It's not like right we now. Pounding beers. Yes, so we got a, a viewer. Uh, he's also a moderator, possibly our greatest fan. Um, we'll say the name Nacho. You'll get used to it. We're going to make him the greatest moderator, moderator known to man. Um, on our Twitch channel, but he says the episode Chris was guacamelee. Had to be that's the first had, drunk had episode. Was overcooked too. Had to be guacamelee. John's a overcooked too. If it was guacamelee, had to be guacamelee too because I don't think we ever recorded for the first one. I don't remember you being drunk on that episode because you guys inspired me and I showed me how great guacamelee too is. Well, well, overcooked too. I don't remember what the sentence was. <laughs> But he forgot to finish the sentence, and he just stopped, and right? Yes, and then said the last word. It's not funny the way the, explaining it's not funny, but hearing being it in person was, and seeing it, yeah, yeah, it was, it was like it's just, like yeah. you're you're like literally getting the PSA from George H. W. Bush of like how you know drinking kills brain cells. You're getting that yeah. moment right there in front of you, and it was like, bruh. Yeah, bruh. No, I got <laughs> it, just, it. It's good. It's, it's good. We're gonna it's, get it's fine. It's, we'll fix it in post. Got it. It's fine. It's just fine. post the episode. Uh, but uh, the week is. It's been kind of. Uh, it feels like it was fast for me. I went to the beach. Yeah. Uh, have you guys recently been to the beach? Last time I went to the beach was in, I believe, September or October. Do you remember? Right. DMCA, stop it. Um, what are you, what are you at? <clears throat> I was at um, the, you know, the we call it, is it the Redneck Riviera, Panama City Beach? Is that, those are the, th- yeah. I was at Panama City Beach. I stayed at a place called The Origin. Mm-hmm. It uh, it was pretty, it was, it, it reminded me of a Disney show called Zack and Cody because, you know, it's kind of condo-ish. Uh, but then I, I realized that I'm old when I say that because that's an old Disney show. Um, folks that have maybe grown up to the show Jesse, it, it was kind of like that, but not as fancy. Um, it was cool, and and I quickly realized two boys, uh, people in Florida, they're like, "F you, mask." I'm not masking up, you know. And I'm like, oh, "Okay." I, I literally had that moment in meeting because one of the guys uh, that I was talking to in this meeting lives in Florida, right? He remotes, and he. Somehow that came up, and he goes like, "Florida has not cared about COVID since July." Is basically what I, he said. To I us. think that's accurate. They also, I think, just in Panama City Beach. I could be wrong. Any any Florida listeners, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, they don't wear motorcycle helmets, and that's kind of close to home to me. I was like, "You have to be kind of, uh, I don't crazy is not the right word, but you kind of are you fearless. That's the word." Yeah, because um, I can't imagine. When I took my tumble, you know, I can't imagine. That's okay. It. So in retrospect, growing up, my, uh, my uncle was a big motorcycle guy. He was in hell's angels and all that kind of stuff. And I right. think about it now, he used to take me on his motorcycle. Like when I was four <laughs> without a helmet and he's not wearing a helmet, he'd probably been drinking too. So, you know, eighties versus it's today, very different. Same times. thing. Uh, this is a crazy story. I don't think I've ever said to you guys and I know I haven't said it on the show, but uh, so growing up, we weren't, we didn't have the most money. And uh, I remember at one point we only had a motorcycle for transport. Wow. Uh, Mom and I didn't go into a lot of places when, when pops, you know, went to work. But one day for whatever reason, I don't remember at all. I remember this though. 
We all had to get on the motorcycle at the same time. How does that work? Uh, it was a very short ride, mm-hmm. uh, but I kind of sat in the middle and was held. You know, it's it's when I think of it today, it's when you see folks riding uh, four wheelers. Well, I live in a place where it's like country roads, and this can happen. Um, yeah. See, John, a four wheeler is. <laughs> I was never allowed to have one. So you see it, and you go, "That's you know." But it was like the eighties. We drank out of water hoses. We we did crazy things. We didn't wear seat belts, which I feel weird now if I don't have a seat belt on. Right? Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah. Uh, and there was a time where there was, yeah. And to force it on us, remember they made the automatic seat belts that would like cut your neckline off. <laughs> you didn't adjust it right. Until that went bad. It, yeah. Until that went bad. I also, uh, uh, what else did I do? I, that's about it. I kind of hung. Oh, I bought an Oculus. That's right. Let's bring this back to video games. Yes. you Bought did. an Oculus. It was funny. Chris, was it your line, Chris? Um, <laughs> I told you I bought it from the, uh, there's a Walmart in that area. Mm-hmm. And was it you that said you're at the beach? Of course, it's going to be available. I don't know if it was me <laughs> who said that, but when I I feel like when I heard that line in our group chat, I yeah. was like, "Yeah, that does Makes make sense. sense." Yeah, two things Bobble. fundamentally Bobble. true. <laughs> I just want to picture you on the beach, just it with a VR, <laughs> like going around like he's a a guy you know with the the Mel detector, but instead he's just sitting there. With the remotes, just trying to grab things that aren't there. <laughs> well, we we brought it home that night or to the to the hotel, and uh, yeah, I you have to do this intro thing on the Oculus, and there's like these. It's a check mark. You got to get four of them, and one of them was meet this guy and get used to the controls. It's a robot with very long arms and long legs. They have really good onboarding uh, for that. that. Yes, that little first that little thing's thing pretty is cool. Awesome. And so, but no one knew what I was doing when you know, kind of fat guy. It's got a VR. I got to be the sexiest thing in the world to the wife. I'm sitting there. I'm a little sunburned. I've got two uh, joysticks in my hand. I got a VR mask on, and I'm moving my arms back and forth and wiggling my butt like I'm dancing with a robot. The room got quiet. Yeah, I bet. And that only meant I was being recorded. <laughs> yes. That's what I feel means. like Bobby just was watching and going, this is what I chose. I freely chose yeah. this. Huh. This is this okay. has been what what uh, fifteen <laughs> years. This is where we're at now, right? This is it. But yeah, I gotta say, um, listen, if if you have a PSVR, um, uh, they're good, and you know I've covered uh, like I played Vader, Immortal, which came from you know Oculus and and all the other VR places. Uh, I was immediately blown away at the difference that Oculus had. Uh, in quality over a PSVR. And it was kind of surprising because everything's packed into that headset, right? Uh, there's no wires. I could, I could, I thought about this today, boys. I could VR, it could be a VR poop game. I could be, I, there's no wires, John. You understand? I could go into a whole the, other uh, world dropping the deuce. It's the, uh, <laughs> Let me, Sean, let me just remind you of the 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 times we imagined walking into Chris's apartment with his headset on. But I won't tell anybody what we pictured. But uh, oh my God. The, I'll just say the VR headset has so many possibilities. So oh, it does. It does. It's uh, <laughs> John to speak. Me. It's the uh, it's the way of the future. Wave the wave future. This one scares me, bro, because it's linked to Facebook. And the last, I don't want to be a noob. <laughs> and let's say go to a place I shouldn't go. And Facebook saying, Sean is there. 
Can you imagine, bro? Awesome. Uh, I need incognito. You know what I'm saying? Right now. Uh, checking the phone. Let's go. Uh, but yeah, it was a pretty boys. I gotta say, if you need a break, um, uh, just go to the beach. It's great. I know we probably have people who live at the beach. If you forgot how great the beach is, uh, go to a city for a little while. I've been summoned by our good friend that lives down there. Um, so I have a feeling I'll probably be there in the next month or so, and I'm looking forward to it because yeah, you know it's been a it's been a long winter. So, yeah, VR, VR pooping might be Chris. It might. I mean, if that's what you meant by wave of the future, the game it might indeed be wave of the future. Game changer. It is. Game changer. People just you don't understand. understand. <laughs> you, you, yeah. You imagine I'm, I'm like waving my lightsaber. Not that one. You dirty minded people. <clears throat> the virtual one. Sean's and just going to be. Like mystified one day when I disappear from the show and he goes to Steam to check out the latest VR titles and VR poop game is is out right. there. And it just says it just says lockered games or something like that. And he'll know. He'll know right then there what I've been working on in my spare time. Oh my God. But John, uh the 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 picture of me being on a beach playing it, I, I you can't do that. Uh because it says no direct sunlight. And I'm God. afraid that I would set it down, maybe run yeah. it after Tinley to do something. But plus, you don't yeah, want to get sand uh, in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no in anything. That. No sand. That's why when they talk about there's a drink called Sex at the Beach, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, when they talk about that, you're like overrated, bro. Not the drink. So this has been and sound like a cold cut. It's not. It's me still talking. Um. We, we we intro, we kind of catch up on the week, and we're going to move probably now, if Chris gives me the thumbs up from a producer standpoint, there's a thumbs up, uh, to go into our topic. Uh, so this should be interessante. John, I'm warning you now, um, unless you, I, I'm going to be surprised unless you are, but he was a fan of the topic. Not so much right here, but we'll see. We'll see. You're live, Sean. Yeah. You got to watch for the it... finger, man. No, 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 no. I saw it. I saw it. I need you to, to to realize sometimes things are done in a way where it needs that lead in. It needs that moment of they go, this is supposed to be the topic. I think he missed What's it. What's happening? I just think he I, did. I may have missed it, but it's going. a professional move to not acknowledge it, to let it be a thing. Professional. Right. Look, look, if you don't want us to call you out when we put oh a question God. in the teleprompter. with two <laughs> beer drinking producers today, and I don't know if I can handle it. This is the topic portion of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for uh, being with us. If you fast forwarded to this point, you made it, but you missed some good stuff. Just saying. And it, usually what happens, and the, the tradition has been, our good friend Chris is about to tell you the topic, and we dive right into it. And we get going. Mm-hmm. You ready, Chris? I can't feel my face. Weekend. All right. Good the weekend called. <laughs> um, the topic is Sony State of Play. 
He reaches to the heavens, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of like, said, do you remember the WWF ref wrestler Tatanka? Yes, that's what he would do. He would he would reach to the heavens and pull down the power of the Thunder God, and then he yes. would lay the SmackDown. That's what I do every single week. Tatanka was amazing. He was, he was one of my favorite wrestlers while he wrestled. Wrestled. Right? He wrestled. Wrestling's real to me, damn it. Uh, but yeah, as Chris mentioned, the topic is uh, Sony's state of play from this what past week. Yes. Um, we last were all Thursday. looking forward to it. Last Thursday, we were looking forward to it because it was the next thing after Nintendo's Direct. Uh, so we were excited. We're fans of video games, obviously. John, myself, and Chris watched it. We did not watch it together. If they watched it, I was not here, but um, we definitely got had, all the highlights. I think I remember you You were gone. Yeah, I was yeah. at the beach or going no, to the no, beach. No, no, it was Thursday because we, yeah. we were together for the day like okay. we usually are, but then you, you okay. were gone. I can't remember why. What was I doing? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. I was. Oh, I went and bought a truck. That's right. That's right. <laughs> He's a truck guy now. Yeah, I'm a truck bought, guy now. You bought a truck? Spoilers. I <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, thanks for thanks for telling me. <laughs> big, big deal. Big, big deal. I needed you there, um, really, to be the co-signer because you know, I you know, it is what it is. But yeah, so uh, what we're gonna do, I guess, boys, unless you got different thoughts, uh, you want to like start gonna, with overall? Yeah. Maybe. Well, Sean, yeah. just uh, the show notes has like an outline of what was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. I've officially right now decided I don't like Drunk John like at all because he does to me what I do to him all the time. I'm not. <laughs> all the time. I'm nonstop on John. And now he's doing it to me for five minutes and I can't take it. But yeah, we in our in our notes, we have uh, the news team head, headed by uh, Jay Baron. Um, Editor-in-chief. In- Editor-in-chief Jay Baron uh, won. Uh, we have basically every game that was outlined, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> you messed up, you said? I missed one. You, yeah. mi- you did miss one, but you wrote it on your it hand. Was, it was funny, John. With a washable pen. <laughs> I took my own notes, and when I got to the end of it, I was like, wait, I missed one too. But it was a different one because I didn't care what about did you the, miss? I missed the first one. I didn't care. You know, I was like, because, you know, it was just an update. <laughs> Right. That was the That's that was the big right like, there. dude. The the, the first the first dot the the Final Fantasy remake you said wasn't no, a big deal. No, no, the first in the actual state of play. Oh, I was like, bro, they ended on that. That was their, their cleanup man. That was like that was it. You're right. Yes, they that was easily that the biggest one. Yes. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they busted um, on that one. <laughs> So uh, you just heard me laugh randomly. It was partly to John and partly because someone said, now that I'm a truck owner, I'm going to be dressed a certain way. I do not want to dress that certain way, um, like ever. So there's that. And it's funny that I'm the truck guy, but I'm not drinking a beer. Isn't that weird? Should I be drinking a beer as a truck guy? America? <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, the state of play happened. And Sony did and um, did a thing. And I think I could be in the minority. Uh, I was more let down. I'll, I'll say that now. I'll preface with that on things I didn't hear about. But Chris pointed out, and Chris is going to be a fan of what we saw, that this is what Sony does. Uh, they don't play around. They don't make false promises. They get they dare I say they cut to the chase. 
They show you games. And for the most part, they try to give you release dates or time frames, right? Was that a fair assessment, John, Chris, somebody? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I would, I would say, say so. yeah, like early on with these, I was kind of, I think they were finding their footing, right? Yeah. But it's been yeah. clear now they figured it out. It's like, we're going to show you 10 games. These are that, you know, we'll have a couple of announcements within it. But we're not like, this isn't going to be Sony E3. And as long as I think you go in with that expectation that this is not Sony E3, it's a lot closer to classic Nintendo Direct, right? Yeah, yeah. It's hard to be disappointed, I think, with what you get. I I read that. uh, I read on the internet, so it's got to be true that responses from the Direct they're kind of mixed. It's almost dead even. People thought it was a great, you know. Enough. I I said Direct again. I feel like Uh, it was was good. uh, and some said it was not. I feel like it was the same way with the uh, Nintendo Direct, right? Like, for some people, they were shouting from the rooftops, oh, my God, this, you know, Zelda, whatever. And then you had, like, folks like myself who were more critical. So, you know, and and I think, like, that's been the narrative for the past nine months between, no matter if you're talking about Xbox, Sony, or Nintendo, I don't think these things are designed to please everyone completely. They're more so, uh, we, you know, it, it just depends on what your expectations are, I think is what it comes down to a lot. We can't forget, Chris, that from the Nintendo Direct, as uh, Nacho pointed mm-hmm. out on uh, Twitch, that John's Game of the Year superhero high school game um, where you can take selfies. Got debuted. Yeah. I can shop. I can shop. Yeah. He, he, that came from the Nintendo Direct, so... Mm-hmm. As bad it as that may have been, exclusive. <laughs> am I, uh, John? You would know right offhand. Am I wrong on this? Is Knockout City that yep. was on both the direct and this, right? One Knockout City during that direct as well. I think you are correct in that, sir. Mm. That oh, just say it again. Say it. No, don't. We don't need to isolate that. We don't need to use it for future. I told you so moments. I've already John, ever tell marked John. the time. I'm going to isolate that audio. It's going on the sound. Never board. ever tell Chris he's right. No, you can, no he he's right. He could do that. But mm-hmm. I just I just want to I think I think the lesson we can all learn from this state of play is that Chris should never respond to me on Discord when he's intoxicated. That's fair. <laughs> Why is that? Why? Oh, you didn't see that chain? That's nothing did. to do or with if this. If I did, I'm not okay. Well, it's fine. It it's has fine. a little bit to do with this. True. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. A little bit. <laughs> but we'll get to it. Uh, but knockout. You that, let's let, let's let that be the first game. Um, thoughts from what we saw from the state of play. I think knockout looks really <laughs> interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you have to give it some. Anybody who gives anybody who gives Rocket League the time of day, you know. Yeah. I don't know. You and I, the three of us, I would say, growing up. Um, I don't know if kids today do this because it could be frowned upon, but yeah, you hear that kids today, you hear that if somebody, if somebody messed, messed with you or, or if you messed with them, they'd say, we're going to take care of this on the playground. And what they typically meant by taking care of this on the playground is there's a game of dodgeball coming. And when it happens, I'm going to nail you in the head. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And that's what this is. This is a glorified arena style dodgeball which is just, I don't know, you know, from my perspective, from my generation growing up, this being a big game 
that was that was done in school you know i'm i'm all about this and it's got that it's got that stupid rocket league vibe but it's going to appeal to some people you know it's got the rocket league vibe maybe some splatoon vibe going on so it's like a combination mm-hmm. of the two so i think it looks cool i think it'll be probably a i think it will bust onto the scene kind of like uh fallout guy <laughs> Fallout right. guys did right. so. Right, Fall it's guys. Gonna, I think it's going to catch on. I think it's going to be the next big thing, but it's going to that big thing is going to be the blip. It's going to rise and fall. Hmm. So, I could see it going I, one of two ways, mainly because the big difference between it and Rocket League, right? Whereas Rocket League is fun because it's just a five minute match, right? And no matter how that match goes for you, you're the next one can be great. Unless me and Sean are playing, which in that case, it's just progressive disappointment and more anger and then heated arguments. And eventually we just log off without yeah. saying anything. But besides that, like this, I believe at its core <laughs> is a bow Royale as well. So like that's yeah. that's the interesting thing is like you've never had a Rocket League that is a bow Royale. And this actually seems like a good idea for it. Uh, for it. So, you know. What's the physics in the game? The way mm-hmm. the things you can do with the ball, getting yeah. it around ah. obstacles and things like that, and you know, nailing people with it. I've, I'm actually kind of intrigued by the game. Um, I hope it's good. Yeah, Same. Not that, not that that were you, come to to, to fruition. What, were you were you excited about the game from Nintendo? I was not. This I, I wasn't excited about it till I got a look at it for the second time. Yeah. Play. Yeah, I agree, and it. Something about the way hearing the developers talk about it. Um, yeah. yeah, it had the developer commentary to it. Yeah, it was it was very nice. And I, he's like, look, we're we're excited. We want you guys to play it. That's the one thing I uh I enjoyed with this, with the state of play was like the fact that it's only slated to be ten games every time. It's like you don't need twenty minutes, right? But when you're saying like it's a thirty minute package, you could say Look, everyone on average is going to have somewhere between three to four minutes. And for a developer then to be able to highlight in that sense, I think it's usually a good thing Um, versus like these other times where you have the live presentations at E3 and uh, EA's play thing. Right. And you're watching these developers that are not very comfortable being on stage in public and doing public speaking trying to talk about their game for like six or seven minutes, uh, that can get kind of bad. I think, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, but I'm still going to bring up things that were missing from the state of play fair at some point, uh, that I think, I don't know. That'd be, I don't want to be negative. Uh, what's the next game you guys want to talk about? Do you want (laughs) to go and, uh, we'll put a pin in that because I actually do want to talk about that too. For sure, for oh, sure. Okay. But uh, um, take your pick. You got yeah. you got like nine well, others. Sean, here. I, I would throw this over to Sean because he's he actually kind of got my attention around this game, and I know he's been looking forward to it. So Sean Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, dude, it's easily, uh, easily my highlight of the state of play. Yeah, easily. I mean, I was I was always assuming that would that it would get here before June, so I am a tad bit disappointed in the August release date. But if that's what it's if that's how long it takes to get it uh, to marinate just a little bit more, it just looks it's a beautiful looking game. I'm not exactly sure if it's open world. It doesn't it doesn't feel like an open world. But I think um, it's gonna be a Metroidvania. 
Yeah, it kind of has that vibe. Um, and the combat looks looks stellar. You know it looks, what? It just, looks, it just looks like something different. Um, yes. It, so. it looked like to me that Ori and <clears throat> Zelda had a baby. I, I kind of agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're on point with that. That's too. That's too. Uh, not that you're it's, right. It's just. It's the beer. It's the the blonde, whatever, blondie, whatever you called it, the pale ale. It's that. That is. But hey, you know, we could be onto something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a blonde ale. Let's let's make John drink Wild Leap. Um. Yeah. I every show. It's funny because I when I watched Kina, I was like. I'm not going to play this on my PS5. I'm probably just going to play it on PC because it's been advertised to me on the Epic Game Store for like the last three yeah. months. Um, oh, yeah. But still, yeah. I mean, like, that is a game I was waiting to see a little bit of a deeper dive for because we've gotten some trailers. And the and we love a deeper dive. Yeah. The art, the art always was impressive to me. But I yeah. wanted to see, like, well, what is this game like as far as, you know, not just how's it look artistically, but what does it actually mean to play this game? And I feel like we right. finally got that deeper dive. Finally, and right. it, yeah, I was. It was something that was on my radar, and now I think it's something that I would say of of games that I know are coming this year. Now, it's on the top of my list. You know, it's, it's right there. there. It's right at the top with DC Superhero Girls. It's like there. But it just doesn't have that the same hilarious. gameplay, right? It doesn't have the same deep gameplay narrative that this game is going to have. Well, I probably can't take selfies in Kenna. That's true. So that's a nod. You can't do a capture mode on your PS5 <laughs> Dual whatever controller that's way too thick for my hands. But uh, legit, like real talk, keeping it 100 on a stack, you know? Mm-hmm. No cap. Sure. Uh, Kina Bridge of Spirits. It has the chance to let me down because of how how anticipated I am to play it. Yes, sure. it it is coming in as I'm going to say it right now. My game of the year. Mm. Like if I play it and it it lives up to the hype I have in my head, it will be my number one game of the year. But however, what if it don't? What if it don't? Also, what happens to <laughs> what you if, if uh, the game finally where the fox that is basically a uh, Link game comes out? Where's that game? Yeah. Tunic. Where's yeah, Tunic? Tunic? Yeah, it's been forever since we've seen Tunic. I need Tunic in my life in a bad, bad way. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I, I got to... Kina is... I want it so bad. And, and I'm a little let down. Chris, I think read uh somebody had broke news that it was possibly going to be a free-to-play game yeah there had been a leak of that uh and i didn't believe that as soon as i like i told yeah. you and i was like there's no way i was like if you told me day one it was going to be a games pass game i was like okay that makes sense because that means microsoft shelled out money right but mm-hmm. to say it's going straight to PlayStation Plus, if you told me that Knockout City was going straight to PlayStation Plus to get over the fact of people playing 20, 25 bucks for that game, I understand that because you're trying to build, yeah. you know, it's like Fallout guys, right? You're trying yeah. to build that that base, have have all that hype. That doesn't make sense for something like this. That's a single player game. Like, no, you want people to... Uh, to want to try it and you hope to make money. And then yes, maybe eventually it does go uh, to PlayStation plus or more than likely I would think probably to games pass at some point. And you know, in the way that hollow Knight 
got more exposure when it did that, those kinds of things. That's that I could see that. That makes much more sense to me. Possibly. Mm-hmm. What did make sense to me, um, and, and I'm not I'm not terribly excited about it, but I, I talked to Chris after the fact, and he's like, you know, it kind of made me want to play it. It's how they started the show, and that was with, what, Crash Bandicoot? Yeah. You know? That game looks Crash. gorgeous. It does. It looks pretty good. Especially on and PS5. I've a lot of, I've ne- I'm, not from, I'm not from the play- PS1 era where Crash was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but- you are. You just didn't play it. We're from the era. Okay, I get you. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely from the era. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I, I've never. Th- this would be this would my this would be my one and only Crash game. You know, but it's just so good looking. It's like so pretty. And the fact, so it's like um, they're adding new features to it. It's obviously 4K 60 frames. They're they're adding like um, what do they call the trigger thing? The or, adaptive uh, triggers. Adaptive, adaptive yeah. Your 3D audio is going to be added to it. So I mean, it looks like something that. I mean, that's the beauty of transitioning over to a new console. You get the benefit of possibly making more sales. Sure. And they might have got me there. So um, maybe. And, and for the really fact cool. that there are no new games coming out, huh. you know, we might play it if it, it's this is this year release, I think, but not soon. That's uh, coming March. April, was it March? It was March, March okay, or April. So it's one there. Take back what I, I said. I mean, it's already that out now. Soon AF. I mean. Yeah, you but could, for PS5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could play the game. As now, you know, if you don't want to hey, wait, yeah, you, you yeah. play to win the game. Yeah, it was um, like I'm 50 <laughs> 50 on this. Like, I understand when you're talking about any of the three major ones, when they're putting their portfolios for these together, you have to have a mix. Right. And this definitely I'm like, well, obviously this is in here because Activision is paying for it to be in here right now right they're paying for the space because they want to help boost the sales but on the other hand getting to look at it again um i skipped this game last fall and i would definitely say of the three of us i was the one guy who actually did play the crash games back in the day and much how i got the nostalgia factor when it showed up in uncharted 4 yeah there was a part of me where i was like man this might be a fun one to go back to um so maybe yeah. Once the upgrade is is out, and especially as you said, if if we're in a quiet period, seventy dollars. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, if I don't have to pay seventy dollars for the upgrade, that that's probably fair. If I could catch it on sale, I'll probably catch me outside, bro, and and give it a shot. But it uh, wasn't something like like you know. I will say for if you're going for criticisms for Sony, leading off the show with it, I was kind of like, eh, okay. It's kind of the equivalent of the Smash Bros. Uh, reveal from Nintendo, yeah, where I was yeah, like, "It's eh. kind of, yeah, it, make, it makes sense, right? Yeah. It's Plus not the best won't. thing, but it makes sense." Plus, I don't think they've put Crash in uh, in Smash yet. Yeah, that's the one I keep waiting for because it's not like People, Activision couldn't do it, right? People's heads would explode oh. if that was the case, right? Maybe. If you could have a Sonic uh, <clears throat> Crash, and then eventually, if they get Master Chief in there. Is Sonic not in Smash? Sonic is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like you could in theory, with <clears throat> Nintendo's relationship now with Microsoft, you could in theory have this idea where you eventually have the four pillars of the consoles from two thousand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you're saying. That'd be fun. Uh I can guarantee that we are not excited about 
Five Nights at Freddy's. No. Uh, no. So we're going to just say that that game was covered? <laughs> yeah. I, I literally wrote in my notes. I said, don't really care. And I, I, yeah. I know who it's for. It's like uh, a friend of the show, Jeff, his son loves those games. And I know that there's a bunch of teenage young boys that they grew up on this stuff the last couple of years. And, and girl gamers. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's their thing. And that's who these games are built towards. Uh, also, I guess people just like horror in general might be for them but i was like okay it's another five nights game whatever i'm not gonna play it well they, they keep calling it a horror game but i i don't understand oh, what, what kind of game oh horror. <laughs> horror. but i don't understand what's necessarily scary about stuffed animals but uh everything do you remember the movie chucky he yeah, was, was a doll say, and it was terrifying. child's play <laughs> holy lord <laughs> uh, but a game that the more I see of that I am hype about, and I think my two uh, comrades are as well, boys, <laughs> Deathloop. Oh, God, yes. Deathloop. Every, yeah. I don't care what they show me, and I get, like, this game has been shown a few times now at State of Plays. I don't care. This game looks like you took everything I loved with Dishonored, and now you're playing yeah. in this, like, stylized um yeah, yes. like it, it, it's that, that and then you're show? saying it's a what's the term of game I'm looking for here? Uh, like a noir? No, 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 I should, I should where stop you consistently die and like Hades, uh, you know, that kind of game where obviously right. it's a little bit what was that, John? You broke up, roguelike. Thank you, thank you. Yes, roguelike. that's exactly right. John wins nothing, Yay, John. <laughs> but yeah, like it's a roguelike, but. It's on a set loop, right? Like, which is the mm-hmm. complete like different. Yeah, like a death loop, right? Um, the idea of having to, or I guess even more so, like, it, it's actually more closer now I'm thinking about super uh, hot, where it's like, you know, the pattern every single time, but instead yeah. of it just being one level, yeah. the levels the whole entire game. <clears throat> that is impressive to me. And it's just like, if it's as cool as the, abilities and uh options for gameplay as as dishonored was and dishonored 2 even more so yeah i I will love this game i cannot wait cannot wait uh did you boys this next one may have been secretly the favorite thing i saw other than more of kina Hmm. you guys may not feel this way but uh saifu sifu sifu bro I need to see more. I'm not sure. I do too, but right. right? <clears throat> the gameplay looked freaking amazing. Right? Like with the art style and everything. And they were like, yeah, this is captured in an engine. And I was like, <clears throat> oh, okay. But yeah, like the big thing I'm wondering here with it, because it looks like the idea is every time you die, you age and you get more powerful. And I'm like wondering okay, does this mean that never like, die? <laughs> well, no, no. I'm like, I'm wondering, I'm like, is this a thing where it's like, you have to maybe calculate when you die? Because I'm guessing there's going to be a point, like even at your youngest age, right? If you're really good at the game, yeah, that you're going to hit a wall in terms of progression of how good you and are. We love hitting the walls, Chris. What? Yeah. So it's like joke time. <laughs> it's kind of like, okay, do in our words, does he have seven regenerations he goes through in a single playthrough, and that's how many I have to beat the game? Like, that's a cool idea, if that's the yeah. case. 
If it's well, just when like dude got knocked older, out and he woke up and his like goatee grew or whatever, I was right? like, bruh. Yeah. And then as the, 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 what they showed us went on, he eventually was like old man, like fighting. I was like, what's up? Mm-hmm. I'm in. Uh, John. Yeah, baby. I feel like Returnal is your game. Am I right on that? I'm 50-50 on it. Okay. I'm a little right, a little wrong. On the one hand, it looks absolutely amazing. The combat looks so so fast and so kinetic. But at the same time, I don't know. I've never really played a roguelike. And I I get the sense that that's really what this is. Yeah. Um, But it, it it almost looks too awesome to pass up. But you know, I, I still have Hades on my list to 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 play. Um, so this could be sort of in that vein. But it it looks it looks amazing. The weapons that she has access to, the the move sets she has access to, and the game graphically just looks so stellar. It really. So I'm 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 a wait and see kind of guy with this, but I like what they're putting down. Well, well this is this, our this, game. It's scary. Yeah, or yeah, you don't. Chris real, is in on it. We're in on it, and the only reason that you should need is Rezo Gun, because this is House Marquee. So, yeah. like, yeah, I'm really happy to see this because I've been wondering about this studio, right? Like, yeah, they came out, good. they made Rezo Gun, and everyone was like, "This is amazing," but unfortunately, really, no one bought it, and they kind of had to come to the realization that the things that they were passionate about were not financially viable. And to see this, to actually like finally see the gameplay, as soon as I saw the gameplay, I was like, oh, wow, they figured it out. And I cannot wait to try this. Yeah, like the the way it looks, and and I know it's, I think it was maybe a cutscene or whatever, but how she looks in her helmet mm-hmm. with the skin texture, like we're, we're, we're looking at legit like next, next generational type graphics with this game. And that story just kind of gives me the, I don't know, the vibe of like, I'd be kind of terrified to play it. She's going back to like her house and it's in like this realm that she's walking around in. And it's weird because you get the lighting effects from the guns and stuff in the combat of Resogun. But John, would you agree? It gives me a little bit of an alien vibe. Yeah. From the movie or like the game? Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, either. (laughs) Just Alien, the, the, the series. In general? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it it has like a, I mean, it's got the dead, it, it's got the survival horror thing going exactly. for me. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, the dead space vibes, the, mm-hmm. the xenomorph vibes for sure. Well, the, the one thing that this, that this, that this, uh, this list did not have going for it was one title that we, we've, we, the news team didn't get onto it. Uh, but that was uh, Solar Ash. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of Solar Ash? I was kind of like, I'm good. I get it. It looked good. Uh, it's coming to both consoles this year, supposedly. But uh, yeah, this is um, this is the group that did Hyperlight Drifter mm-hmm. about yep. two years ago, and I thought that was a really creative though. I wouldn't say it was perfect. Like you know, you could tell it was a small studio figuring things out. So I'm interested because it's cool in the sense of the fast movement and its art style. Um, I'm just wondering it, like looking at it, 
is this going to be a thing where you show me cool visuals and how smooth the movement feels? And after about four hours ago, now you're just padding this out and you don't really have any interesting gameplay elements to keep me going. Oh, this is raising the bar again and again. Or is it going to be this thing like where you go, Hey, this is only a seven hour game, but like every hour and a half, you're going to get something. It's intense, bro. Yeah. That makes you go like, Oh, I didn't realize I could get better. You know, that kind of feeling. Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping. If you guys remember the guy that was talking about the game as he was talking about it was like, the point is to keep you going, you know, to keep the gameplay just rapid, almost like he was saying rapid pace, just go, go, go. Yeah. Um, stopping almost hurts you in a way. Mm. Um, and I, I, I was like, I kind of like to stop sometimes, bro. I kind of want to just go see what's in that corner. It's like, and find a trinket. It's kind of like doom, but prettier. Right. In that well, sense, doom, like doom you die. Said, I mean like doom, you right. die if you stop. Right. You would agree with that, John. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 You're getting, you're getting three, the year three this episode. I've gotten John to agree me. You're milking him. You know, he is almost, well, he's like three sheets to the wind at this point. Uh, you're just milking him. One thing that's not going to get milked out of me <laughs> is money Ooh. to buy Odd World. I'm sorry, but I'm probably not going to buy that game. Well, yeah. You don't have to, John. Right. Are you going Are you to? you going to, John? Well, I think it's free. That's right. It's coming to yeah. PlayStation Plus I was, for free. I was April. trying to catch him off guard. He is he's not as drunk as I think. I better watch what I say. Um, yeah. Chris and I talked about this uh and we were both like, It looks cool. It looks great. Yeah. yeah. But the, I never played Odd World. I played no, I don't I don't know what I'm missing. I played it on Genesis way way back i certainly don't remember it that well because i never played any of the follow-ups right hashtag sega kid yeah right um they've always had a unique vibe to them from what i gather and the thing that was more so that pulled me here um one was just how much they were able to put on screaming it almost like reminded me a little bit of the lemmings games from way back in the day like, you know, we're not just talking about A being on screen. We're talking about, like, maybe 50 or 60 of these creatures being on on screen and having to move around and you having to figure out how to get them around. Um, I thought that looked cool. I thought the different environments look cool. Uh, the fact that you can be... Yeah, the aesthetic you can go is stealth great. Or, or just blow up everything was kind of yeah. interesting. I just think it's one of those things where... I see these and I go, I'm going to wait and see what, how this actually turns out before I pass judgment. I'm not going to say that I won't play it at all, but I won't also say that I'm in right now because but I, I mean, just don't know. Free, it, it definitely tilts the scales to, sure. uh, I'm going to check it out. You know, why not? I didn't get bug snacks when it was free. I'm kicking myself because you that know, was the game of the year. The Cody that I'll never know. Yeah. You know, I did that. You know, John, myself. John's list could have been, Greatest games of all time. Number one, Bug Snacks. Number two, DC High School Superhero Girls. Supergirl High School Snap. Yeah, whatever it was. Um, Photoshop <laughs> game. Uh, selfies. Um, well, this list, to be honest, should have included at least two more games. Mm. Um, but they ended uh, the night with a big uh, kind of like one more thing. And they showed us a remake 
of I'll let you guys talk more about it because you know you played Final Fantasy VII, but it's almost like, hey, this is what it was like when you played it not too long ago, but this is what it's gonna look like on the PS5, and it looks a lot better, yo. Yeah, so it's Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade is the official title. So, so Intergrade so refers to the fact that everyone who owns the game right now on PS4. Minus those who are about to get it on uh, PlayStation Plus. They have stipulated this out. You do not get a free upgrade. But anyone who's actually bought the game will get a free upgrade uh, to a PS5 version, which will feature 4K and, I believe, 60 frames per second. And then on top of that, and I think it was like also like photo mode that was in there too, which is kind of nice. Uh, but... The other thing is that there is an expansion coming out later this year that will primarily feature Yuffie, uh, who that's a big deal because here you are creating original content for her. Like Yuffie is a character in Final Fantasy VII, for those who are unfamiliar. She's very popular, but she does not come in until the back half of the game. So I don't know how many games they're playing to make this new series of the remake, you were potentially not going to see her until maybe even like the third, if it ended up being a trilogy. That's that's how far she comes in the game. She's like one of the last characters. And it works because, one, she's one of the most popular characters, and two, she's like one of the few characters that gets introduced later on that you don't really see a lot of the events or know a lot of the events that happened prior to her introduction. Like she, she gives you the idea of her lifestyle and those kind of things, but you don't actually see them. It actually fits in with the narrative of where the game is at this point. So to see these additional scenes and give you the opportunity to play as Yuffie, very nice for fans of the series. They're going to be very excited. All those things. I personally think it's nicer. The upgrades that we're getting for free. Like, I'm going to probably get the DLC and try this out just because I really liked that game last year. I thought it was really fun. But the other thing I noticed, and Josh and I, you know, Josh is a uh, friend of the show. Josh is probably friend the biggest. Friend of the show, Josh, yeah. Yeah, he is the biggest Final Fantasy seven fan, I would say, I know. Like, so maybe funny. Final Fantasy series is our friend of the show, Mike. But seven will always belong to our friend Josh, and he kind of proved it today. Uh, in our chat when someone challenged him on music and he shot him down instantly (laughs) it was pretty funny that was a good moment yeah john you missed it we were hanging out in our you know personal discord today uh a friend of the show mike hums a tune uh josh says that's from this Uh, final fantasy mike says he goes no it's not it's from this final fantasy seven it was quickly proven that josh was right and friend of the show mike was not and he had to eat humble pie, and he yeah. does not like to consume the humble pie no, he at all. <laughs> uh, so that was good, good times for sure. But uh, um, I, yeah, keep going. I don't, I don't, I don't have anything to add on this game because I don't want to play it. The big Sorry. thing I noticed when I was playing this was just how much it was pushing the PS4, which was we, Josh and I commented together on this. <clears throat> there are parts of this game <clears throat> where like you're on bridges and you're walking high above the city and the textures that are below they're supposed to represent the undercity that you're seeing looks so terrible and so low res 
like you understood what was happening. You're like, obviously to make this game actually work, you are having to reduce your image quality where it just does not matter. The idea that now they're able to go back in, patch those, make it maybe not look so flat and stale, but something that's more realistic. And then give the option of a photo mode on top of that. And it's a free upgrade for the, for everyone who already owns this game or might buy this game (laughs) in the future. That's that's cool. And then on top of that to say, by the way, you're getting some original content to a series you've never seen before. That's a double bonus. And I think everyone who is a fan of these games and bought last year is going to turn out and probably buy it. Maybe Mm -hmm. I do like a good double bonus. Those are great. They're better than the single bonus. If I had to say, we do love a good remaster of a remake, Uh, (laughs) for sure. Uh, And banning that is from the chat. Oh wait, what? (laughs) That is that is everything that was. You know, those were your ten games that was from the state of play. Yeah, it was. It was very professional, um, highly produced. You know, went right into each game. you know, very smooth, no, no doubt. Uh, but I can't help but I'm I'm worried now because mm. there was no Horizon gameplay footage, and at this point in True. the game, if they had that loaded at uh, this state of play, I really thought they were going to show it. There was nothing on God of War <laughs> at all. Yeah, well, it's and on uh, Corey Barlog tweeted something. I think it was last week, and he kind of got he kind of got some flack for this which i for, quite frankly kind of support he said he said something I'm, I'm paraphrasing he said i don't know he said he tweeted i don't know who needs to hear this but when it's finished yeah yeah um which which was interesting because virtually everybody on twitter called him out going well your company told us it was coming out this year yeah. so <laughs> yeah it's on him to, maybe you it's guys need them. to communicate a little bit somebody more. needs to compute a little you know just a little better Get, yeah you you can't they launched the PS5 and 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 the hype and every this is a game that they're like it's coming they shouldn't have showed us anything sure and they did and they hyped us up and they said it's a 2021 game and you know it's basically march at the time of this state of play and if if Corey is saying you know when it's finished i respect that 100% but communicate better don't let sony you know say that the game is there that it's going to come out in 2021 when it's not I thought Horizon was going to be like a June or July game. Nothing. Oh, that's a fall. I never, I never you, thought. Y'all that. are saying fall. I'm saying it was a yeah. summer game all day long because of how slow. Sony, Sony already told you what the their summer game is. They told you it's ratcheting. I know. Can you I? Know. Can I not? Can I not wish though? You, you know? could dream. Yeah. I'm known for that being my game of the year in 2017 that I finally played in 2020, and it's amazing. <laughs> Did good. I play it? I may not have. Yes, I think uh, it, I personally think it's a little bit of a wait and see, right? Like it depends what where are they going to do with E3 this year? Because if Sony comes back to you in June and goes, OK, here's God of War gameplay footage. Here's Horizon Zero Dawn gameplay. Uh, then, I, then I shut here's up and whatever is the Naughty yeah. Dog game next announcement right. here. You know, yeah, you will shut up and you will not remember this tomorrow if on the other hand the thing is going to be we do stay at plays and consistently yeah things are not shown that you want to see i don't think then it's any different than the criticism of say i lobbied at 
the Nintendo Direct last week where I'm like, well, where's your next Mario game? Where's Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2? Where's, you know, the Metroid? anniversary stuff. Yeah, no, all that right. kind of stuff. It's it's way it's, it's the same. You're absolutely right. And if they if they you know fix it and make it right, so to speak, and yeah. later in the year we get the next Nintendo Direct or the next State of Play, and they show us the stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool. What I worry about, um, it was 500 and some odd days before we saw the next Nintendo Direct because of yeah. Corona, most likely. Um, when's the next State of Play going to happen? But see, I think that's the difference, right? Sony has had multiple State of Plays. Yeah, during they have. this period. So it's not like they're not showing you things. They're just going, yeah, we're not coming out with a hammer. We can't do that. That is impossible for us to give you what we give you in, like, say, the 2016 E3 every single show. And if you expect that of us, you're going to be let down every single time. That's just well, a fair I don't fact. like being let down. And I got an Oculus now. So <laughs> there is funny. that. When John, I think about think? State of Play and Nintendo <laughs> Direct, I was, I was thinking to myself, how often do the games I want to see or the games I anticipate or what end up, what ends up on my most anticipated end up being my games of the year? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's yeah. an interesting dichotomy. If you will. Dichotomy. two things, so, you know, while you- I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm with you, Sean, I, I wanted to see what was going on with horizon. I didn't buy the BS about God of war. I, I know yeah. it's not. <clears throat> I know Uh-oh. it's not coming out this year. That's not. Yeah. But um, I also, you know, once I kind of looked at it for a second time, I was like, yeah, I'll play that. Yeah, I'll play that. Oh, that's free. Yeah, right. I'll play that too. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think it's, I think it, um, I think it had a lot to offer. But fundamentally, Ooh. I think that, uh, I think state of plays have not figured out how to not be boring yet. Hmm. I don't know. I can't put a finger on it, but I just, I think I think fundamentally, again, we we are sort of clamoring for that live press press conference that we haven't seen from so I miss many them. people. I miss them. <clears throat> you, I think you know, Sony used to say, them. "You coming over tonight? You're going to watch the Sony press conference?" This and this right. and this. Right. But now it's just it's a thirty minutes, you know, a thirty minute. But, but there has to be something said about the eloquent way they pick ten titles. Yes, <clears throat> they show the ten titles. And some things don't make the cut. We don't know why they don't always make the cut or, you know, what the reason for the 10 they pick are. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that 10, there's going to be something you you like that they show you. And there's going to be something that catches you off guard for me, like uh, Saifu. Yeah. Know, that was the game where I'm like, well, where did this come from? I think for me, you know. I think that was kind of my big thing. Like if I'm looking at this compared to the du- direct from last week. The right? didgeridoo. What? Yeah, the didgeridoo. <laughs> a whole wall of them um but like my criticism of the direct was as you said before sean it'd been over 500 days right like mm-hmm. you had not heard from the studio and the bulk of that presentation if we're being honest was jrpgs that i'd played before or knew of before that were being reissued to the switch that was the bulk of it there wasn't anything like that here. Like the most you got of that here was, you know, a Final Fantasy expansion and port to PS5 and a Crash Bandicoot port. The rest of this is like, for the most part, is original content outside of like, you know, of course, Knockout City, Five Nights at Freddy, I'm sure will be everywhere. And of course, Kena's on multiple stuff. But it was stuff that was new and is coming 
and it's something to be anticipated as more to say, here is something you know and love already, and we're bringing it. It's like it's not like we're saying, by the way, if they came in and said, by the way, we're updating Uncharted Collection, and it's 4K 60 frames per second. I'd be like, okay, you know, or you know, we're we're updating Death Stranding. If that had been the majority of this presentation, I probably <clears throat> would have been down on it a lot more than I was. Instead, for me, I came into this with very low expectations. And that's why you liked it. Yeah. I mean, that helps. It helps to come in with honest. those expectations. And I, yeah. I saw, I know what Sifu was before this. And I'd gone to look at Returnal. And the more I saw it this time, sold me even more. I thought Kina got its best look that I'd seen anywhere so far. Deathloop got another look, which was, yeah, sure. It wasn't standout. It wasn't. Like there was some moment in this that was so way better than what I'd seen before. And then, you know, I got the surprise announcement that yes, you're getting original expansion content for Final Fantasy VII. So it's like it was enough for me. I'm like, you just hit five things and Solar Ash looked really nice too. So six, I guess, right? I can every time you say six, I need you to put a thumbs up and make your eyes really big like you just did. You know, (laughs) every time from here on out. I don't care if we're at Chick-fil-A, Chipotle, at a line at Target. Like me and you are going to go to Chick-fil-A in five months, and they're going to be like, what do you want? And I'm going to turn to you and go. The number six, bro. <laughs> I don't know what the number six is. But yeah, this was great. Uh, I, I, I'm i not going to smash Nintendo because I didn't last time uh, because I do think there will be separate Nintendo Directs on a Zelda and other things that I hope that'll so. spotlight. And I think they're also... Uh, somebody, John said it in chat that there will probably be singular state of plays, um, about only horizon or about only God of war when that time comes. Yeah. Uh, not just makes the point that, that games like that, like if they, if they spent their time talking about Zelda or Metroid, who would remember triangle strategy? That's fair. You know, if they, I, if they, I don't even remember triangle strategy right, right. now. If they spent their time, if they spent their time with God of War Horizon, who would remember Knockout Guys? You know, so it's almost like you know a publisher or a developer going, "I can't believe they stuck Horizon in a presentation," and I get the point. My game gets swallowed up. Nobody knows about it. Nobody's tweeting about it now because Horizon just sucked all the air out of the room. And they deserve it because Horizon, when it was introduced before, it had to earn that, and it earned it. Uh, I, uh, well, do you understand what I'm saying? Like when it came out before, but it wasn't they promoted introduced, the crap out of it. It wasn't, pre- but no one knew what it was. It could have sucked. And it was no also not the next horizons coming out. It's not introduced. It wasn't introduced in the way of a state of play. It was introduced to you in the way of an E3. And that's mm-hmm. what you have to keep in mind here. And I think like three's dead to, to E3's John's dead. point. Like if the last three games of this had been, Uncharted 5, God of War Ragnarok gameplay, and Horizon Zero Dawn. One, those three things had would have been battling for the hype just between themselves and maybe eating themselves, right? And two, as John said, everything you saw from the seven games prior would have been forgotten. Versus here where you say, okay. you know, Final Fantasy 7, that's big. So, like, say you come back. In three months or two months. Uh-huh. Okay. And the end of it is Horizon stuff. 
and then there's nine other games. So basically, nine. so basically, twenty five minutes of that presentation is selling you on things that maybe you are not sold yet. That is probably a better strategy for Sony than it is the idea to just load up on these things. I think Two that's things a fair right now. thing for John to say. Two things. I just One is officially a drunk cast. Yes, you guys may not know it, but I know it. I know it. Second thing. I'm going to use something you said against Nintendo, what they should have done, which Sony could have done if sure. the thing would have happened. And, you know, we got Kina, we got Horizon, we got a God of War release date, you know, or whatever. Sure. And all these little games didn't make it. How about what you said Nintendo would do? Send a tweet out. The criticism I have available. Of, this game has a, uh, a date of release now. Go check it out. The criticism Social I have media. of. Okay, you okay, hey. Fair. I'll, I'll answer to the charge. The criticism I have there is that, as I said before, a lot of what they were showing was not some new, unknown, original game. It was okay, a fair. lot of ports of things that were already known. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, if they come out and said, like, Final yeah. Fantasy VII's a port. Final Fantasy VII the Remake is there, a yes. Port. <laughs> okay, but yeah. Kina isn't. Sifu isn't. You know, uh, <laughs> Deathloop's a multi-console yeah, release. No, but I'm saying here in the sense of like the majority of those things are not something that was historically already known. I'm sorry. Legend of Mana is a 25, 30 year old game. Did you know that it was coming back out? Cause I no. dang sure didn't. And I don't care about it, you know, in the sense <laughs> of that, but you know, my point here was it, like more so again, it also has to put, be put in the context of I heard from Sony last September. I haven't heard from Nintendo in 500 something days. So true. That was there. Listen, just, I mean, are are we really, are we really? Yes. About all we heard was about ports of ports of games. I mean, we're talking Splatoon three, Mario golf, triangle strategy, star Wars hunters. Um, I don't care about star Wars. Hunters is a mobile game. It's not, it's not a question of whether you care about it time you talk about how something's gonna be a great mobile thing it's a good move for the company whenever that happens i mean i'm fine but i'm like i'm not building up in my mind as being freaking like you know old republic three you know and if you are then you're kidding yourself because the developer of that game is a mobile developer i'm just saying if we go back and think about it you probably got 20 to 30 percent ports of things my, and I think those stood. I, I just think those maybe stood out to you, and I think that's fair, and that's fair to criticize. But I think, I think we're undercutting the fact that they 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 announced content that maybe you're not interested in, but it was new right. Content. Name yeah, one game. Exactly. Name one game that was released prior to 2020 that was featured in the PlayStation. Uh, was it State of Play? You Name only said game. 2020, so you know what crashes you, are. No, crazy. I'm you saying that, that question like, up. That is well, that was a loaded question with respect. That fit your narrative, and I don't know how to respond. Okay, with respect, with respect Chris, you're you're moving the goalpost. No, I'm saying you what just, it is. Just there's the a what there's you said a was there's a these dip- are ports of games I've already played. Yes. Now you're saying name one that wasn't before. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally, I'm literally saying hashtag it. Name something so I, that came out in the Nintendo direct that wasn't from a classic JRPG standpoint, because to, to say that wasn't in there is a lie. 
There was I didn't four. say that. What I said was, if we go back and look at it, you might find that 20 to 30% of the things that you're saying were there mm. only represented 20 to 30%. We're talking about Splatoon 2. We're talking about expansions to Hyrule Warriors. We're talking about sure. all these different like things those. that were there that maybe in your mind just got shadowed by Skyward Sword. No, um, my, any, to my, anyone thinking uh, that we're fighting, we are smiling. Right, guys? Right, Twitch? We're smiling. Uh, my, we're not fighting. We're my, drinking beers. Uh, you know, we have love in the air. Yeah. You know? My criticism was more so like, <laughs> not that they... The biggest criticism I had was to say, you made this 50 minutes and that was what was a large bulk of it. And I think you would have been better served to be closer to what Sony did here to say, here is something that is maybe 30 minutes, right? And doesn't have those things. And we'll just release trailers for that kind of stuff on Twitter later. You didn't need to put the Legend of Mana stuff on there. You didn't need Smash Bros stuff on there. You didn't need uh, the number of other RPGs from classic times on there. You needed the Mario. You need the Mario Golf game. Sure, you need Skyward Sword. You needed Splatoon 3. I agree with all those things. Triangle strategy, all that. I'm fine with that. I'm game with it. But like, did did you just go pull up the Nintendo Direct game so you can will them off? I I mean, like, I'm trying to remember because it's kind of impressive if you didn't. Yeah, while drinking. I gotta be honest, right? So (laughs) that that's where I'm saying the difference is. Is like. Are you just boosting this out with a bunch of things that are already out? I don't. I don't think that. you're a fan of Nintendo, so I don't think you appreciate what they did. I'm a fan of Nintendo. I was slightly let down that I didn't get more games that I Sir, cared about. I am, I am but to Nintendo say they game. didn't cater to a wide audience and it was only JRPG stuff, I can't I don't criticize that. If you're going to show the JRPG stuff, you know, show new JRPG stuff. Show Triangle Strategy. That's a JRPG. They did. <laughs> yes. Um. So just show that. But. Let's let's breathe and let's realize this. We had to go a long time before we got things like State of Play or Nintendo Direct, and we've kind of had two really close to each other. And uh, can I say uh, can I say it feels good to be a gangster? Mm. You know, it feels good Damn, to be in this world. And and we see stuff. You know, stuff is here. We can talk about it. It can be our topic. Stubbs the zombie, Chris. <laughs> I do love Stubbs the zombie. Glad that brought. But Chris, uh, real talk, how are we looking on this topic? Time? Do you think we're? Oh, we're good. We're good enough to, uh, you know, wrap it up. But you know, I don't yeah. like saying that out loud because Bareback City. What? Always wrap what it up. <laughs> All off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents. The news. News. When we're drunk, we hit it and it didn't it's peak. <laughs> because our reaction's slow and we don't get all excited. And by we, I mean you two and do it too early. Um, Anthem's gone. Uh, sorry for any fans of that. Anthem Next has been canceled by EA. Uh, raise a glass, of course. In order to shift more focus on, this will make Chris happy. Mass Effect and Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. Uh, dis- mm-hmm. Yeah. Despite medi- Mediocre. Sorry. No, <laughs> mediocre. No, <it's> a- <laughs> Medi- it really is mediocre. Is right. You don't have to say you- no. No. You I didn't even it. drink yeah. when you wrote that, John. Yeah. Uh, reviews. There remained a loyal fan base that believed in the underlying concept and were hoping for a writing of the ship in the vein of 
say maybe No Man's Sky or Fallout 76. The announcement comes following a year of development on the game's overhaul. Uh, in another announcement by executive producer Christian Daly, he explains the motivations behind the cancellation. Quote, 2020 was a year unlike any other, however, and while we continue to make progress against all our games projects at BioWare, working from home during the pandemic has had an impact on our productivity, and not everything we had planned as a studio before COVID-19 can be accomplished without putting undue stress on our teams. I know this will be disappointing to the community of Anthem players who have been excited to see the improvements we've been working on. It's also disappointing for the team who were doing brilliant work. Yeah, uh, I, I, I hope they weren't displaced. I hope they found a job if they were working on it. You know, I think I don't it, know how this works. Honestly, like Sean, I know um, John, you weren't here, but we talked about this and the moment we heard they were having a meeting. Right. And then when you yeah. looked at the reality that the guy or I, I think it was might have been a female, I can't remember, um, that was over this project had to take over basically running Bioware once uh everyone left, right? Uh you just knew the writing was probably on the wall. Like you could just look and say, like, okay, so your choices are to develop Mass Effect and Dragon Age or to find a new develop or a new project manager for Anthem Next and basically say you're going to spend more money to make it work. Give that man his I, money. I feel like you you you've already made your decision. You were just waiting what for the the night to go in the decision. Yeah, you like you were making a decision. You 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 <laughs> the decision was made you were just basically waiting to put the knife to the throat you know so to speak and it sucks I, yeah i know what you mean i didn't mean to laugh chris i just got a visual yeah yeah uh and you're funny i think i laugh at you sometimes especially when you drink it's great well, i think you guys greatest. are probably aware and and the listeners might be aware i am so disappointed in this decision I get the decision. Yeah. I, I understand why. But the problem I have was you knew, I, I, I don't know, I, I feel like Chris might agree with this. You knew when you played this game, you were looking at some some evidence of greatness here. Yeah. That this was an idea that was amazing. And I just, I just hate the fact that they squandered it. This was such yeah. an amazing opportunity for Bioware and EA to actually do something, in my opinion, to go up against Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. Like like the general concept of this game. It felt good to play. I mean, it was a power trip to be a, a, to be a great. great man. Yeah. And I really wanted them to write this ship because I thought that the template that they had in place was solid. I thought the framework was solid. And maybe one day they'll pick it up again. Maybe. I mean, they've got these assets. Um. You know, I, I just, I really just feel like, you know, you know, despite as not you said, destiny two is a powerhouse, but you know, it just, it just had a look and a feel that was just really, I don't know. It, it was just, it looked like it was something special, even though the pieces didn't come together. There's part of me that will always wonder what happens if EA doesn't say you have to use the dice engine for your game where they could have mm-hmm. just used Unreal, which is what they wanted to do, and where, you know, 
what this game came out in was it 2017 or 2018 one the other 2019 right, right. no it wasn't 2019 was it anthem? it was like 2017 or 2018 we talking yeah. about anthem yeah yeah 2019 bud yeah we we got to trust the guy that uh is the quote loyal fan base that was mentioned in the article it was not, john i wasn't the loyal fan base i didn't play much of <laughs> yeah like i was about to say i played it before anyone yeah, no, I'm, I'm being funny because he was it went on to say that that fan base wanted and was hoping for you know yeah, he's right 2019 he is right but like you know what was that sean what, uh chris yeah there you go it's now I, five i'm returning rights yeah five to one john <laughs> but like if they just said hey we're gonna put this on unreal and instead of trying to do it on these consoles that are obviously struggling with it we're going to move it to next gen. If they'd just been able to do that, what would it yeah, have been? been? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. we'll never know because they're going to, you know, Dragon Age 4 is in their crosshairs now. And, you know, that gives me to my next topic. Uh, after the success for uh, Jedi Fallen Order, I was going to say just Fallen Order. And then those troubles we just talked about with Anthem, you know, that are no more because they shut it down. Dragon Age 4 will be more uh, a focus and a focus experience by becoming a single-player RPG without multiplayer. Uh, I don't know how big that is because I didn't play the other Dragon Ages. But just one day after the official announcement to cancel Anthem Next, Bloomberg... Bloomberg... Are you drunk? <laughs> Did I? What's in this cherry coke? Borg? Uh, Bl- <laughs> Bloomberg reported the news. According to the report, EA gave the green light for Bioware to remove all planned multiplayer and games as service components. This is apparently due to EA seeing massive success with the single player experience of Jedi Fallen Order, which that was, I mean, it was a great game. At one point, Dragon Age 4 was referred to as, quote, Anthem with Dragons by those working on the game. I don't know if that's a good thing. Uh, A release date for Dragon Age 4 has not yet been announced, but Mass Effect Legendary Edition is uh coming in may chris thoughts prayers <laughs> like has when dragon i read this right first is dragon age ever been multiplayer no no not in that sense right no like could you I'm have come into my world not that is i recall that, no is that right? ever ever and like when i read this story at first i was like dear lord how bad and far out there has EA gotten that they thought that their massive single player fantasy RPG should somehow be morphed into an online games of service. Right. Right. Like that, that just frightened me. And the hope that I can have right now is that Jedi fallen order has maybe made them finally take a step back and get away from meta and like narratives that are going on in the industry right. and say, right. Was the best thing for dragon age versus was the best idea that's going on in gaming right now? Because like the way they're talking, I was almost like, are we about to have a dragon age battle Royale that I drop in free to play with a hundred dollar players? You know, like that's how ludicrous it sounds like that's not what people want from dragon age. I want to go right. and invent my character and build him up or her and go through a hundred hour 
scenario of hard decisions and choices and great battles, you know, you literally made the game of the year for 2014 with Dragon Age Inquisition. I don't think there's a question of that. I get it was early generation and it doesn't compare to God of War, Red Dead, whatever. But still, I'm like, that's not what people want from this. I just want an RBG to get lost in. And it, it scares the hell out of me. Well, The EA Chris, took something I loved. You know, you already ruined Mass Effect to some degree. <laughs> so well, the Chris, fact you're doing to the fantasy <laughs> side is just even worse. It's like, come on. Chris, <laughs> Chris here's what happened. Okay. The CEO was up in his office, mm-hmm. say the 24th floor. And he's sitting there counting the Jedi Fallen Order money. Yeah. And he calls <laughs> yeah. the secretary in. He calls the secretary in and goes, how much did Anthem make? And he's counting the money. He yeah. starts to slip. And then he, she she gives him the number and goes, uh, get the Bioware guys in here right now. We're cutting, <laughs> we're cutting multiplayer. And we're just going to do this. Look, the, the, thing, the thing to take away is, in so many respects the only color most people care about is the color green yes if you show them that they're going to make more money doing jedi fallen order than they are anthem then they're going to do jedi fallen order it's not about what the right thing is to do it's about where the money's going to take them correct and they have seen over the past 12 months that the green is over here they thought it was here but now it's here so they're making the right decision because it's finally been demonstrated to them that that is, at the moment, that's where the money has shown. It's because I was even surprised how much Jedi Fallen Order made. It made a, a, a staggering amount of money for a Star Wars game that wasn't multiplayer. So you know, it's not that EA has turned it around. EA is following the money. So this is good news. Their selfishness is paying off in this instance. <laughs> so I think that's how we could take it. Hopefully they sure. had a wake up call. And I mean, if you're going to make a Dragon Age online game, hopefully it's an MMO RPG for Sean to get lost in. A what? An MMO? Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, did you hear that? Yeah. An MMO. Oh, <laughs> pardon. He almost forgot the O. I was like, so, never forget initial. the O. Most important thing ever is the O. Absolutely. Uh, Pokemon presents uh, mm. fans of Pokemon. Listen up! In celebration of the 20, 25th anniversary of Pokemon, boys, that's a that's a quarter of a century. Century, yeah. <laughs> uh, the company unveiled a slew of plans. And by slew, that means a lot. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl remakes announced uh, that will remake the classic games from the 2006, wow, DS titles. That Man, sometimes when you see years and titles and things put together, you're like, that was a, wow. Um, you can see it's definitely a remake. Yeah. Uh, open world Pokemon Legends, um, Arceus? Ar- 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 Arceus. 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 Announced for early 2022, uh, the game will take place in the Sino or Sino regions. Please don't blast me. I don't know how to pronounce it's, that. It's Sino. Sino regions feudal past and will be an open world take on Pokemon. What I don't need is a friend of the show BK to to light me up on. How do you not know how to pronounce things? Well, 
as I rec- I, I, I might be wrong about this mm-hmm. from a lore perspective, but I got the impression that the Arceus is like if if Pokemon if Pokemon had a god, mm-hmm. Arceus would be the original entity. So this is really cool. It's an origin story and it looks like they even, if you, there was something I saw on Twitter of, of a zoom in shot from behind uh, links back from uh, one of the original breath of the wild trailer trailers. They actually have the same footage. So it's basically breath of the wild with Pokemon. Hmm. And I That's might be, playing, cool. I might be playing Pokemon <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> so, uh, a new but, trailer. Uh, I'm sorry. Were you done? I don't want to cut yet. you off. You good? A new trailer for uh, Pokemon Snap was shown, uh, revealing some new features, including tools, uh, photo editing, and more. That game um, will be released on April 30th, the greatest day of the year. Biased. And I know why. Yeah. It might be a birthday of some sorts and whatnot and shenanigans. So, but yeah, John, there's I, some. I didn't, I didn't let you finish reading. I completely... no, no, it, it was perfect. You don't have to apologize, buddy. You are when you make an executive decision, go with it. Is what I say. Hold on and let's see where it goes. Cheers. For one more day. Oh wait. Hold on for one. DMC. There you go. So our so our Pokemon <laughs> correspondent BK has got his work cut out for him. Yeah. Because three titles are coming, and they're coming. Yeah. Fast. Hey, nothing wrong sent, with that. It just means you're good. These, Wait, what? Well, I actually sent these to him. <laughs> I sent these announcements to him, and he didn't respond. I'm like, is he? Is he? No, dead? he's like cooking food and stuff. He's busy yeah. being a chef. That's what it is. <laughs> he's back on um, Facebook. <laughs> That's yeah, good. Back on That's, Facebook. Good. That's good. That's good. It's good to see that. Shout out to BK. What up? If you're listening, if you're listening, sorry. Uh, Japan Studios is now downsized. Uh, hmm. Upon reports that Japan Studios, the developer behind notable games such as the Great Knack, uh, Ape Escape, Gravity Rush, The Last Guardian, and many more uh, will be scaled back. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment has confirmed uh, that Japan Studios will be reorganized. According to Sony, the studio will be recentered, and that's in quotes, around Team Asobi, uh, the development unit behind Astro's Playroom. Uh, here's the full statement from Japan Studio. In an effort to further strengthen business operations, SIE can confirm that PlayStation Studios' Japan Studio will be reorganized into a new organization on April the 1st. Japan Studio will be recentered to Team Asobi, the creative team behind Astro's Playroom, allowing the team to focus on a single vision and build on the popularity of Astro's Playroom. In addition, the roles, roles sorry, of external production Software localization and IP management of Japan Studio will be concentrated within the global functions of PlayStation Studios. Some reorg going on, boys. Yeah. yeah. Japan Studio has kind of been, uh, and Chris, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, they've kind of been a kind of a one-stop shop, kind of a go-to studio for Sony. They, I mean, they helped with Bloodborne. They helped with Demon Souls. Um, yeah. They didn't develop it, but they helped with certain aspects of, of development. Sure. And this has kind of been their, I mean, this is kind of the, I've always pictured this studio as, as the studio that sort of absorbed all the excess work uh, for Sony Interactive. Um, but, you know, their output has not been as consistent as, I don't, you know, like Naughty Dogs. Sure. Right. You get, yeah. Yeah. 
And, and what you said a minute ago, um, it all comes out to, to money. And when you start really seeing a trend of, you know, the, the, it's not there. Like you're in the, the business calls it being in the red, you know, you're not in the black. That means your books are more negative than positive. Um, changes are going to be made. You know, it just is, it, it's what's going to, it's just going to be like that. I mean, uh, uh, he's 15. He still talks about knack and knack too. Knack is great. Give uh, it a it, chance. It, yeah. Yeah. And let's not forget the greatest experience of my lifetime. Yeah. The Last Guardian. It, I looked at the four games that were mentioned <laughs> in in the blurb here, and I was like, "Wow, Ape Escape is the one that sticks out the most because that's probably the game I love the most of those." But but well, that's I, the I, one you played. Yeah, you I mean, like well, I mean, I tried Gravity Rush, and I, I played three out of the four. And, yeah, I refused to bow to the uh, will that is the Knack fans. Um, <laughs> for whatever reason, I don't know why, but you know, I, I'm just like, I feel bad in the sense that on the other hand, I've seen the words Japan studio jump up, jump up as like a supporting role for a number of actually really big Sony Japan titles. Right. And it's, it's sad that maybe like it, it's kind of, I, I would say this feels to me kind of similar to house marquee a couple of years ago where i'm like it's not your fault you know i think you guys do good content and you do what you do well it's just the industry is don't mess with me yeah the industry is (laughs) the industry is moving in its own way and unfortunately sony has to react to it and that sucks and it's sad in the, I mean, they actually were, I mean, when I think of Team Eco, I think of Japan Studio because the, Team Eco was sort of inside yeah. Japan Studio. Yeah. And and also, you know, it's 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 sad in the, with the fact that Japan video game developers have sort of experienced a renaissance in the past four or five years. Mm-hmm. If you think about all the things that Capcom has done with Monster Hunter Rise and Monster Hunter World and, and the Resident Evil franchise... Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just kind of sad that there's, did I just blow Sean's mind? <laughs> no, you set me up for a pivot, but it's not time yet. Finish your thought. I didn't even mean to pivot, but we can do that now. Yeah. Speaking of Monster Hunter, John, could we have a Monster Hunter Master Race? According to producer Ryozo uh, Sujimoto, Monster Hunter Rise will eventually be coming to PC. Uh, while the recent title will launch on Switch, um, March 26th, he told IGN Japan that players can expect to be playing the title on your PCs sometime in early 2022. Uh, quote, we received a lot of requests for a PC version of Monster Hunter Rise, particularly from overseas players. And so we have decided to develop a version for PC, which we aim to release in early 2022. This is uh, still under development, so I'd like to share more detailed information, you know, when the time is right. It's coming. It, it That's back to that money. Money talks. Money. People make money moves when they have it. And this series has never been hotter, you know? Yeah. yeah uh, Monster Hunter World, if I'm getting my numbers right, sold between 12 and 14 million copies. The expansion, I think, sold around seven. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. while, while the franchise owes a lot to Nintendo and its Nintendo. platform. Nintendo. 
it's amazing that when it broke out onto other consoles, it just exploded. Like it busted. So, I feel yeah, like, like for scary movie bus. There were you know I'm talking about months where <laughs> that it was, was not uncommon to go to the Steam store and see Monster Hunter World at the top of the rankings. Um, sure. Yeah. And that's yeah, money is money, you know, and obviously it's not like Capcom <laughs> owes something to, you know, to Nintendo to say we'll keep this exclusive uh, for some people, you know. Good job. Like when I'm, <laughs> there's a certain game I've been playing that we might talk about last week or next, next week. week. Sorry, next Chris, week. Jesus, yeah. Lord help us, Lord. Uh, there's I'm a love, game we might I'm talk about it. next week, yes, and I will say like there are points where, as much as I like my Switch, I go, Ugh, I miss the PC, you know, easiness of it. Like how quickly it loads. You're saying it's easier than holding a switch that can go with you anywhere. That's the one thing I like about the switch, right? Like is that I yeah, can, that is the, I could, the I could selling put, point of the switch. Yeah, like I could put Hulu on and watch something while I do the things I'm doing in this game. But on the other hand, I do miss like especially now, especially that PS5 and Series X have solved this. The idea of like how quickly something loads, how efficient it is. Yeah, everything is fast. Right. Like, and yeah. So I wonder if those who do not want to compromise that on switch, yeah, this is why you would bring it to steam is to say, Hey, I have a 3080. This can load this game like that. You know? Well, Sean, I got to tell you, uh, monster hunter rise is bought and paid for Ooh. for me on the yeah. switch. Uh, so would you maybe like to play we'll with cover me? it? But I know for sure I might be calling you and going, how the F do I do this? Yeah, that's true. Well, we might play together. Did uh, you, I, I think did I you, want to play it. Did oh, you yeah? try Monster Hunter World? And, like, I've never played a single one. You can play they're, it on dude, Games Pass, John. They're they're fantastic. Yeah, I think so. Uh, they're fantastic. Um, I can't use the word fantastic uh, when I say Google Stadia in the same sentence. Um and that's not a slight, even though it sounds like one. It's just good times. Uh, so we we are going to report well, on some trouble with Google Stadia. Um, the the news says that Sean is probably glad he didn't buy one. That's me, and in fact, I am. Multiple report multiple reports have come out talking about Google Stadia's multiple troubles. Most notable is the fact that they have spent, and this is an, uh, a quote tens of millions of dollars and they spent that money on games triple uh, a games like red dead redemption 2 uh, as bloomberg reported and despite all the hype for the product the platform was released uh really to numerous groans heard throughout the interwebs stadium missed its target sales of uh they're saying controllers and monthly active users by hundreds of thousands uh, close to 150 employees have been impacted due to closures of internal studios with the goal being uh, to bring in 2,000 new hires over a five-year period. Many developers felt that the gaming studios were tacked on saying that Google wasn't funding games to sell games. It was funding games to sell Stadia. I don't think that's what you want coming out of your stuff. No. It was uh... like at all. I was excited about people are going to call it a gimmick now. I don't I don't know if that's fair, 
I think we are moving to a, a world eventually where streaming services will probably be a, sure. a cool thing. Uh, and I'm very, you guys might not be, but they, I knew they spent a lot of money, a lot of research, a lot of planning. And how did it mess up so bad? Well, there's a big, there's a big tech company that comes along and says, video games, that's not hard. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah. But you know, it's funny when every people, people who play video games, people who look at video game news, who keep up with the industry, who, who, who care about it as a, as a, a way of life slash hobby there, they were skeptical and I include the three of us, they were skeptical of this platform. Yeah. But it's not that they can necessarily put their finger on why. Why right. It was people, people yeah. who play it, people who play video games occasionally, who like this franchise or this franchise, and they'll play a couple of games a year. They were calling me going, this is it. This is the next thing. This is, this is, this is going to just blow everything out of the water. I'm like, you know what? I don't have anything to say that can prove you wrong. But I just don't feel it. I don't yeah. understand. And as it was coming along, I'm going, okay. There's nothing that Google Stadia is offering that I can't play on my console right now. Exactly. And that's the problem. I mean, they brought they brought, you know, Jade Raymond in who, you know, name drop. And she's this big name in video games, and I'm starting to wonder why. I mean, the only thing she has associated with her name is once upon a time she was real big in the Assassin's Creed franchise, but That's she hasn't it. really done she hasn't really done much since she left Ubisoft. But she's this big name that people like to prop up. But the biggest the biggest oh darn statement is what you just read, Sean that they were that they were purchasing they were they were purchasing they were they were spending their money to sell Stadia and not selling games. Um, they should never. They should never have allowed any controller to be usable on the platform. They should have just said this platform works with our controller. I mean, that seemed like a no-brainer to me. Um, yeah, I always thought. I wondered why they did that. It was strange. Yeah. It was strange. I and, I and and I've I've known people who've gotten the platform. They go, you know, this controller seems a little bit flimsy, but you know, it's it, it was a nice controller. Yeah, I yeah. I had a little. A brief moment where I was like, I missed the Founders Edition pre-order, and I was like, ah. Yeah. But that passed quickly, and then it was one of those things where I had, you know, the fortune to go. I didn't buy it, and you start seeing that it's not quite what you were hoping. It's not the worst thing, but it wasn't what you were hoping, and I, I don't want it to be doomed. Is it doomed? It might be. The concept of gaming as a streaming service is not doomed. Right. Google's business model, like everything else, they just, I don't know, they just throw money at because yeah. they, because they can wipe their backsides with a hundred thousand dollars. Um, that's, I mean, they just had the wrong approach. Now, yeah. There's, there's, what is it? What is that? What, Xbox's service. They're Games doing pass. it incrementally. Uh, well, they're no the the <laughs> not the that one. Oh, X Cloud. Yeah, X Game Fest. No, that's what but they should have done. <laughs> they're saying now, now on now we're working on putting 1080p yes. onto your platform. They're doing it incremental incrementally, um, which is the right thing to do. But Google just said Google just busted all over the video yeah, game. Bu- they busted. 
and said, this is what we're, this is, look at all the stuff we're doing. And half the stuff, I mean, they've got lawsuits out for, because they promised, but a lot of Bethesda titles would be showing in 4k yeah. that don't show in 4k. So it is what it is. Yeah. Um, they just, yeah. To reiterate, I think they learned a hard lesson. Um, yeah. Lessons learned. Indeed. Tracy Lawrence for you country fans. Uh, he had a song <laughs> called lesson learns. Lessons you know, learned. Sorry. Uh, I think they learned primarily. I, I'm not surprised by this. Like, right. Like Google as the first thing Google is great at is a service provider. Like that's what they do. Like whether you're talking about Google, actually Google, right? Like as far as a search engine or you're talking about the fact they own YouTube and they're saying like, Hey, we allow your ability to come post video here and you digest it. We're not creating content. That's basically the big thing. They do not create content. And now they're coming into an industry that is all about what content do you have? So if you don't have that content, you better have some sort of innovation that makes you original. And I, I feel like I felt this way way back in 2019 or wherever it was when they first announced, or was it 2020, one or the other. Uh, their big innovation should have been we're doing a streaming platform and we're making it also a paid-for digital service. That's what it should have been. From day one, it should have been, oh, Games Pass, you have to buy the console. You have to actually download the game. No, 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 no. Here, you just connect to your TV. You get into Stadia. It streams to your TV. And all those 100 games or whatever, they're available today for you. And you and don't then, have to pay 60 bucks for them. Exactly. And then, like, the other thing should have been not overpromising. They came out on day one and said, you're going to get 4K. 60 frames per second. That well, was they their, had to because they, they, they yeah. needed to find a way for people to want it. But they uh, didn't have it, right? But they didn't have it, right? So they've, Absolutely. they've discovered the hard part, which is that what Amazon's also discovering right now, which is that creating original content is hard. And this is what, like, when you go back to the idea of when Microsoft first got into the industry... This is what both Sony and Nintendo kind of looked at them and shrugged their shoulders at. And they didn't realize that they'd already gone to Bungie and said, like, here's a boatload of cash. Please come work and make games for us, right? There was never that moment here. The reason Microsoft was able to get off the ground and become something of a solid video game company for today, right, is because... Yeah, well, no. no. Because they backed up the Brinks truck to Bungie. They understood this was a hit title and it was something that was not on their competitor's platform. I like Jay Raymond. Jay Raymond made Assassin's Creed. She made two of the best Assassin's Creed games ever. She made Watch Dogs. Did she make two? She made probably my favorite Splinter Cell game in Blackout. So, you know, like there is good stuff that Jay Raymond has done. But course, it's not like, it. yeah, it's not like you brought Jay Raymond in, though, and you had some Jade. plan. I'm sorry, Jade, yeah. Uh, to make... Jay could work. You didn't have, like, some title in place that was just ready to launch off the ground and hit everyone to go, I need Stadia 
now. And it's been a year and a half, and you still don't have that title. It's basically, how do I feel like paying Google X amount of dollars per month just to get the potential of 4K gaming on top of buying the games that are out there? When you're looking at, on the other hand, and you say your big launch title that you were offering for free was Destiny 2, and Phil Spencer yeah. is saying, come buy Games Pass and you get Destiny 2 and all the DLC in 4K at 60 frames on your new Series X that you just bought for free. Yeah. Right? It's part of your Games Pass. It's just there. Yeah. That's the the writing was on the wall. The yeah. writing was on the wall from the jump. Uh, for sure. Uh, if you're a fan of things buying other things, uh, Epic bought Mediatonic. That's uh, what does that mean, you ask? It's kind of a good get. That's why we talk about it. We bring you the best news in the gaming world. Epic Games officially acquired Tonic Games Group, the development company behind Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. You've heard of that game. Uh, According to Epic, your gameplay isn't changing, and Epic will continue to invest in making the game a great experience for players across platforms. Your favorite colorful beans will still stumble through the chaos on PC, PlayStation, and soon Nintendo Switch and Xbox. According to Mediatonic, this acquisition sorry, will help to bring, quote, a tone of features already seen in Fortnite and Rocket League, other games owned by Epic. So tons so of they, uh, pop culture references and Fallout guys coming, right? Yeah, but those two games know how to keep players wanting to play it, evolve, and and have a sustained life cycle in the industry. That's fair. If they can if they can do that to uh, Fall Guys, yeah. we're gonna see these colorful beans, you know, uh, for years to come. Big 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 buy. I, well, they I have see. Fortnite. They have Rocket League, and now they have this. Yeah, yeah. On top of the Epic Game Store. Yeah. Remember when they gave up on Gears of War? <laughs> that's that's way back, but. Props to the guys at uh, Tonk Games Group. Like, that's huge. That's, you know. Yeah, that's a good sell. Yeah, that's a good, good sell. for them. Um, So, Chris, are you ready? Can oh, you say finally this. this week for me? Because this is the last news article of the week. Finally this week. <laughs> E3 is a changing on us, right? According to Los Angeles City Documents, the physical event for E3 E3 2021 has been canceled, which uh, should not come as a surprise. Apparently, the city is working with the production team on broadcast options at LA Live slash LACC. It is also working with the ESA on licenses for both 2022 and 2023. According to the uh, ESA, we can confirm that we are transforming the E3 experience for 2021 and will soon share exact details on how we're bringing the global video game community together. We are having great conversations with publishers, developers, and companies across the board, and we look forward to sharing details about their involvement soon. The question remains, does the public still care? Chris is shaking his head. John's rubbing his chin. I think the public still cares. The question remains. I I should have phrased it. The question remains, do the developers care? Exactly. I, mean, I think that's the question. Yeah. So um, th- they have found, and, and it, it's funny to say it, but Nintendo was right when everybody was criticizing them. 
saying, we're just going to take our content. We're going to be participants in E3, but we're going to take our content content directly to you. And the media is going to cover it regardless of whether they show up at a press conference or, or drop a video. Um, I still hope that there's a future for a celebratory event like E3. I do think it's important because E3 is more than just finding out what is coming out. It's about, and look, and that, that applies to packs that applies to all kinds of places, but it's E3 was special because everybody, when you knew, you knew, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, here's everybody that comes together and talks about something that they love. It was cool reacting to something that you knew was live that everybody heard at the same time. Uh, What I mean by that is like, I remember the night we said this before that Xbox went first, PlayStation followed, cut prices. They, they seemed to win that, that E3 or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I literally had my hands up in the air and um, was saying to my wife, Oh my God, this just happened. You don't, you don't get that same effect when you watch a pre-produced video. Yeah. Even though everybody's seeing it at the same time, I hope that I hope Chris says yeah. So I hope that kind of made sense to what I said. But I think you know it is what it is. I think like as far as the idea of E three isn't going away, right? Like I think you'll still have like sure maybe Nintendo doesn't ever do something in person again. I wouldn't be surprised that both Sony and Microsoft, and then also groups like Ubisoft and EA have their events that occur, right? You know, like maybe there was a crowd eventually, maybe not this year, but 2021, definitely, I, unless something really bad has happened, I could see it. I just don't think anyone is actually going to be tied to ESA and paying for a bunch of space on the convention floor. I think that's the part that's dead. And the hard part for ESA going forward is going to be figuring out how to make it something that is actually affordable for the Los Angeles convention center. And now more so than anything, getting all these smaller developers that cannot afford to pay the prices that they need to be on that floor. Like that is going to be the tough sell. And I feel bad for those smaller developers per se, because it's less exposure. It's it's really relying on those big three, especially or if you're buying out to EA or Ubisoft to publish your stuff to get your game out, which is not necessarily always the easiest thing. But at the same time, like it's a lot of money saved for a lot of stuff that actually in reality ends up being kind of BS, you know, because it it, it usually it usually detracts what you're trying to do. Um, sure. And if you need an Four. example of that of games in recent memory, there's a small title, indie title, called Cyberpunk 2077. You can see all about <laughs> it on Bloomberg. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, we we keep going right now, don't we, Chris? We do. I'm just yeah, we do. Just hit a button. There'll be some music, yeah. and uh, yeah, that'll happen. You know, music, and then before you know it, we'll be reading emails. Yeah, that's what we do. We just read emails, and I keep rambling on until I feel good (laughs) because I'm drone to push us up.
Electronic mail from the future. All the way from the year 3000. In the year 3000. Uh, If you want to be cool and email the show, and that John email is short for electronic mail, uh, you can do so if you navigate um, yourself to your email and you send an email to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Can I attempt this? You certainly can attempt the email <laughs> we got would. that we're going to read today uh, from Vince. Go ahead, Chris. Vince writes in, aka Overblown Truth. And he just simply asks very serious question, guys. Most serious question I've ever read on this show. If you guys were recording as you normally have pre pandemic, where should you go t- and eat today after you're done? P.S. Love you, John. So now you have to answer. Vince, a.k.a. Overblown Truth. Where Thanks for that email. Go? There's uh, one place. Yeah. Yeah. Watch us all say something different. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, Jimmy. Oh. Chick-fil-A. Oh. The, first place, Chick-fil- su- oh. the first, first place I would suggest is, let's go to Chipotle. Yeah, <laughs> that's course. that's definitely got to be the first in-person episode that the three of us yes. do. <clears throat> Afterwards, we are going to Chipotle. We're all going to be eating our burrito bowls, crying because it's so such an emotional, powerful moment. It, yeah, it is. I, I don't live close enough, like Chris, or even maybe you do, to a Chipotle to go get it to go. So I mean, haven't even done that. Yeah, I miss it bad. I did, I did that one time. It was good. One one, one time, a very cool thing happened over at Twitter, boys. Um, our, of course, if you want to follow us and see all the things we post or may not post on Twitter, that's at Weekly Game Chat on Twitter. Um, I was at the beach and I woke up the day after I bought an Oculus and I was like, uh, first this scene and it was of the beach and then this scene and I was talking about going into a VR world. Oculus Gaming replied to my tweet. Ooh. Uh, and they said, that sounds like the perfect day. Which VR scene did your Oculus Quest 2 end up taking you to? How cool is that? So I told them I ended up uh, doing the intro robot and then I bought a game called Cubism. Um which is a very it's so it's so cool. I'm trying to get Chris to play it, but we'll we'll see. Uh, we shall we shall John. see. I've also recently posted some Valheim stuff where you could see my wolf cape. In case you missed that, John, go he's ahead, trying Chris. to basically yeah. get me play like fit the shape into the into the, you know the cutout, but virtually in VR. And I don't know how to break it to him that that's what he's trying to get me to do. It's not just that. You like, I'm a proud, things. look, I am a proud parent that you have figured out how to pick up the square and put it into the square peg. Good job, It boy. is exactly <laughs> that, except for the, the square peg. Yeah, yeah. It gets very convoluted, and the shapes aren't just circles and squares anymore. <laughs> it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I did notice, boys, that we had several people who followed us on... Uh yeah, we got a few. This is good stuff. Oh. Um at Tony uh NK Don. Thank you so much for the follow following you back. Thank you. At Bounded Straw, thank you so much for the follow following you back. Thank you. Uh at Content Sensory. Thank you so much for the follow following you back and thank at you. Wannabe Gamer 77. Uh you love your wife and video games. Notice the order he put them in or they put them in. Um Better mine recognize. would probably mine would probably be video games and wife. I'm 
kidding. Jokes in case she listens. She won't. Um, do we have any um, pulling? Up. Oh, yeah. I, I think I missed this, by the way. Hmm. Maybe I didn't. No, it, it happened last week. So we had a DM from Hacksard Gaming um, said, hey, thanks for the shout out. You actually said my username right the second time. It's actually a play on my actual name, which is Rashad. And even that people can't say right either. Just wanted to say love the show. It helps me get through work. Question. What was your favorite mid-tier game that came from a triple-A company? Mine was the Maximo series. That is fantastic. From Capcom. It was literally Ghost and Ghouls 3D. Loved it. Could never beat it, though, because it was hard AF. May have something to do with my love for the From Soft games now. But, yeah, keep up the great work with the echo, reverb effect, and all that. Game on. I'm going to shout out and say uh, Octopath. Uh, traveler because i wouldn't say that's like you know when i think of square enix at the height of what they can do with an rpg right like where they really put their effects house behind it but man that was a really fun game to play for it just being like here's a great tribute to classic jrpgs and distinct art style everything right it was really fun dude him saying maximo that's the only thing i can think about i played the maximo was yeah religiously Loved them. Like, loved them. They were great. John, do you got one? So we're talking mid-tier games from big publishers? From from either a now AAA company or a then AAA company that wasn't a known big game from them. I only play big games. I'm saying. (laughs) Quote, you heard it here. Sean, you know what you should also pick? I think you can say. And what we should both pick? What's, What's that? Oh. A way out. Say it. A way out. Yeah. We should say that for EA. A way out because That's, me and you. That game's fantastic. If you have right. someone to play that game with, play with them. Um, yes. Over in the email section on our Discord. What? what hold on, hold on. I feel whoa, like whoa, whoa, you whoa, cut whoa, off whoa. John. John, what were you going to say? I'm here to defend whoa. you. That's what Drunk Chris is good what for. What happened? I was going to say Bayonetta was probably a good one. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That's pretty good, so, John. I love some Bayonetta. I, John, that's my and, bad. And, and Van, um, Vanquish is, is oh very, yeah, it's yeah. very good. Um, it came out. I want to say it came out a little bit after Bayonetta, but that was back when those were the two games that kind of put Platinum, you know, up a few degrees. But yeah, those were definitely my mid tier. I guess that's yeah, that mid tier. Another right. one, free one. Uh, Child of Light, <laughs> Ubisoft, free one. Child of Light was very pretty. It was like yes. playing an artwork. Yeah. It was nice. Loved it. Mario Rabbids. Let's <laughs> just name all the games, guys, that are, you know, mid to AAA. Let's do it. <laughs> um, getting back to that Discord, if you're not in that community yet, what are you waiting for? There, it's so easy to be a part of it. It's the greatest Discord on the interwebs. Um, prove me wrong. That's what I say. We have a section called emails. Uh, we get the things going over there. Uh, back on uh monday saul for x said email for this week what games have you guys been playing the most lately other than the weekly review what has been taking up most of your gaming time the game that uh we're probably going to talk about next week yeah well that that's an easy answer because you bought it recently and i'm just uh, being honest yeah and to be honest you were playing a lot of valheim yeah know? before that was valheim and then uh I'll give a shout out here. Uh, did fire up some Rocket League over the weekend. So, you know, 
still on it. Yeah. yeah. In in the recent weeks, Rocket League has been a big one, a big one for me. Uh, World of Warcraft, of course. What uh, about what Val- you've been playing today? Valheim. Well, and very, I was going to say, in very recent, and, and this is like the last couple of days, I fired back up. I've kind of paused World of Warcraft, and I started back on Final Fantasy XIV online. So, Boo. Uh, Nacho over in our Twitch um, already saw that. And um, so there was one more email, and that's going to actually get me to talk about the Twitch again, which I need to do. Uh, the Buffalo 68 said there was a potential WandaVision spoiler. Um, I'm not going to read or click on it because... Uh, that would be terrible, and mm. I don't want to know. I skipped John again, uh, and I found that out because John typed it. John, what game have you been playing the most recently? Holy f! Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, I, I think you said. I know what he's been playing because I saw it on the Switch. He's been playing Breath of the Wild. Has he really? I've been playing. Well, I, I've been playing Breath of the Wild xenoblade chronicles because i've promised the audience that we would go back to that to that game at some point and then diablo 3 can't ever go wrong with and diablo then 3. and then i've worked in i've worked in the new game that we might be talking about next week john doesn't play games according to that show that's funny <laughs> john uh, plays the system with unions that's hilarious let it go nacho just let it go uh <laughs> what we're not gonna let go is the fact to remind you um, that we are now also simultaneously streaming on our Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash weekly games chat on the day of recording this podcast. So you could see it. You could see our ugly faces. You could interact with some of our um, our friends that are in the chat. And, and you could help contribute to the show by making points, making us laugh, um, all that stuff. So uh, what are you waiting for? I'm waiting to cue Crip- things. Huh? I'm waiting to cue things, so... Oh, okay, your finger up. I was like, wait, does he got a point? What's happening? But yeah, um, I I can... I think you can hit it now. That Uh, that was fine. That was... uh, We're good, yeah. So uh, this has been episode 297. Seven. Uh, If you enjoyed the show, please tell your friends about it or leave us a review if you can on wherever you got it from. We are on Spotify, in case you're wondering. It's great. Um, So that's cool. Um, I appreciate you guys. And if you guys don't have anything else, we're going to go ahead and button up the show here. Um, We'll go ahead and I'll say things like game on John and Chris game on Sean game on John. I'm delaying it out. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Thank you guys all in the Twitch chat for showing up. Some of you have been here for, you know, every, every test that we've had. Hopefully it gets better. Shout out to Nacho. Um, And I'll simply just say uh, peace out, everybody. Your mom's box. Thug life.